CAA is an all-volunteer organization, mm -hmm. and and even so has managed to hold it together for 25 years. <laughs> um, and uh, so a lot of us on the board currently had never even been on a board of directors before. Um, and how did cool. I become president? Um, <laughs> the shortest answer is they asked me to be on the board, and three months later, I wound up as the president. Hey, you're listening to the Welcome to Kameno Island podcast presented by the Kameno Chamber of Commerce. Tune in as we keep you up to date with events, the ins and outs of living on an island, and hearing from different people in our community. Whether you just moved here, been an islander for many years, or are just visiting, join us as we explore the easy island together. Welcome to Kameno Island, listeners. Today we're going to talk about the arts in the San Juan Kameno area. And to talk about that, we've got two of our guests here um, that both are lead organizations within the art community here. Uh, we've got Kat Olson, the executive director of SCAC. And then we also have Amy Bush here, who's the president of CAA and also the owner of Loyal Smith Jewelry. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So... Now that I've thrown out some acronyms out there, let's go ahead and jump into that conversation now. Can you tell us a little bit about your acronyms and what they mean? CAA stands for Kameno Arts Association. That's awesome. an easy one. Mine's a little bit longer. It's the Stanwood Kameno Arts Advocacy Commission. So um, we just go by SCAC. It's easier. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but there are other arts organizations in the area that have um, acronyms as well. And if you're new to the island and area, you may be curious. Um, so there is also SCAG with a G at the end, and that's the Stanwood Kameno Arts Guild. Um, there is the Stanwood Kameno Arts Festivals. Um, those are run by Sally Prey. Um, that can be a little confusing, too, because we have the Stanwood Kameno Area Foundation, which is also SCAF. So if you've heard SCAF before, it could be one of those two things. Um, and then there are a bunch of other arts groups, roaming artists, the quilters of Camino Island, plein air groups. Um, what am I missing? Those are the ones that come to my mind immediately. Yeah. yeah. So lots of artists in this area. Yeah. And then I think there was even, uh, what's the resource center? They are... The CRC? Yeah. Yeah. The, co the Community Resource Center of Stanwood Camino. So there's a lot of SCs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I guess it's harder to say Camino Stanwood versus Stanwood Camino. So we always get put second, but that's okay. We also have island at the end. So you have yes. benefit. Yes. Makes but it goes longer. to show how much Stanwood and Camino Island operate together. Yeah. And rely on each other for sure. <clears throat> yeah. And that's definitely something, it's been a theme as we've gone through these podcasts of the, the, Stanwood and Camino working together through so many different things because um, th there's been a lot of work in the county side, um, so I don't want to downplay that. But historically, Camino and Stanwood are both kind of the forgotten childs of their respective counties. Yeah. Um, Whidbey has, you know, Island County has Whidbey and Camino, and Whidbey is by far larger land, population, uh, mm -hmm. everything. Uh, and then Stanwood is just like at the tail end of Snohomish. So it's not Skagit. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's Snohomish. But mm -hmm. Sno does anyone from Snohomish ever come to Stanwood? <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. Although we do have the benefit of having a lot of other arts organizations in on Whidbey and in <clears throat> Snohomish County. So we're able to pull from those resources. Um, I'm a member of the um, Cultural Arts Network, which is part of the Snohomish County Arts Association Guild. Um, sorry, the, yeah, the Snohomish County Arts Guild. Um, so it's it's a really vibrant community draw the arts. Yes, in our area. absolutely. 
Um, so that kind of is one of the questions. And how do all of these art organizations collaborate together? Well, there's a historical background to that. But where we find ourselves right now is uh, reevaluating and reinventing how we collaborate together. Mm -hmm. And SCAC being um, the main place where we are going to be able to all come together. Yeah, SCAC is not a membership organization the way that the other arts groups are. There, is no, there are no dues, um, there aren't requirements for volunteer hours, those kinds of things. Um, and you don't have to be an artist to join. You don't have to be an artist to join um, CAA either, um, but the CAA studio tour is you know, very art-centric, art-based, um, and is a great opportunity for artists on Camino and in Stanwood, because they um, have membership from both. The um, Stanwood Camino Arts Advocacy Commission was started as an initiative of CAA. Okay. Um, there was a, a, five years ago, there was sort of a movement within the organization to try to collaborate more on the arts. So bringing in, I mean, at the beginning of the podcast, I listed, we listed all the organizations in the area. And you can imagine that if all those people aren't somehow working together, things can kind of get a little piecemeal. Um, and so SCAC was born out of that, out of the desire for, you know, calendar management to make sure things are happening in a timely way, to make sure that, you know, not everything's getting piled up in one season, but there are arts activities throughout. Um, and then there are a lot of art ways to interact with the arts as artists, um, but also as you know, emerging artists, we'll call mm -hmm. them. So for, you know, youth programming, adult programming, sort of family programming, those kinds of things. So how do we make sure that our community as a whole, the Stanwood and Camino Island area, have access to all of those resources, whether that's um, art classes for your kids or if it's a more specialized class for you as an adult? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so... Um, so I want to uh, jump in a little bit on some of the, uh, you know, we've got, when we, whenever we do the Welcome to Command on podcast, we always start, we always ask um, some things on the, definitely on the topic at hand, um, but also we want to find out a little bit more about you for our listenership. Um, so um, Amy, when did you become, and how did you become the CAA president? Ah, well. <laughs> it's one of my favorite so, stories. Yeah, CAA is an all-volunteer organization, mm -hmm. and and even so has managed to hold it together for 25 years. Um, and uh, so a lot of us on the board currently had never even been on a board of directors before. Um, and Very how cool. did I become president? Um, <laughs> the shortest answer is they asked me to be on the board, and three months later I wound up as the president. <laughs> and I had just moved here a year and a half before that. So, um, but that makes it sound like it's a um, not-together organization. It's really a matter of it's growing up and then getting some disruption from COVID yes. and needing yeah. new voices yeah. um, in order to go on for another 25 years. Yeah. And so um, it, it, that's how. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, so moving to this area and stuff... Um, what, what led you to Kameno? Well, I've actually been coming here my entire life. Like a lot of people that you'll meet here, uh, my grandmother had purchased property here uh, just over, 50, well, 55 years ago. And okay. So I've been coming here my whole life. Wow, um, very cool. It was a shared family cabin, and uh, <clears throat> that was sold um, a few years before COVID. And then uh, I wound up needing a needing to move and thought, why not go back to a place that I enjoyed so much in my childhood? That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. And Kat, tell us a little bit about you. 
Um, well, before uh, joining SCAC um, in my current role, I ran a business on the east end of Stanwood called Co-Host um, and loved that. And it was my first sort of foray into, first of all, running a business, but also really getting involved in the community. Um, and we were open as an event space, then COVID hit, and I ended up doing Maker's Mark. I know, it's... <laughs> It's tragically funny. Um, but so we ended up doing maker's markets, which was um, all locally handcrafted goods, you know, sort of sold in a boutique setting. And it was really great to meet the people that makes the stuff. And then to have community members come in and shop things that have been made locally. You know, people would come in all the time and be like, gosh, this stuff is really nice. And it's like, yeah, people can make great things. So when I heard about um, SCAC, the, my initial intro was about the idea of them building an art center, which is happening, which is very exciting. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be on the west end of town where the old, um, it was originally a hardware store and most recently a furniture store. Um, but in my, my brain, it was sort of, that's what I was hoping to do with co-host, was to have a place where there would be local thing, items and art. Um, and have classes and workshops and things like that. So it just was a natural fit for me to be attracted to the position, and I'm glad that the board of directors thought it was a nice um, addition as well. Um, and then I started last February, so I've been there just over a year. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Um, so you were here, you were part of that then during the Mother's Day tour last year then? Yes, yes. So And last year was the first studio tour I went on, which embarrassingly. Okay. We moved here... Um, gosh, it'll be 10 years this year. Wow. Um, yep, we had a couple kids in there, so that I'll use that as my defense. Um, but also, I wasn't necessarily aware that the CAA tour was something that was welcome to all and that you could come and just pop by. And so I'm just thrilled that Amy's here to talk about the tour a little bit more. Um, but as a first-timer last year, I'll never miss it again. I mean, it goes over two weekends. You get a chance to go into the spaces of these creative people um, and see some of their process, to see all their work ahead of time. It's over Mother's Day weekend, so... Um, you know, I, you run into people with their moms, with their grandparents, with their daughters the whole time. So it's just a, it's a really great um, community endeavor. You yeah. know, and it happens, there are some galleries in Stanwood and studios that are open in Stanwood, but all, most of them are on Camino. Um, and it's a great opportunity to kind of check out the whole island too. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. And so, yeah, so Amy, we've got the, the tour, I kind of jumped the gun there, but we've got the tour coming up here in uh, this year. Were you here during that first part of the, the last year's tour? Um, I participated for my first time as a tour artist. And actually, listeners, what we're talking about is um, <laughs> the reason uh, CAA exists uh, is 25 years ago, some resident artists um, got together and decided that for marketing purposes, it would be great to work together to have... Um, people smoothly go from, from venue to venue. Um, and it became known as the Camino Studio Tour, and they formed a nonprofit organization called the Camino Arts Association. And so uh, because of the one-year skip through COVID, are, they're about to have their, they, we, CAA is about to have put on its 24th annual Camino Island Studio Tour. And that is its premier event and what it's primarily known for. Um, yeah. What was the question? Oh, yeah. So last year, yeah. mm -hmm. I was my first time participating as a studio uh, artist. Okay. Yeah. And what do you make, Amy? Oh, I am a jeweler. <laughs> <laughs> I have a production line of jewelry called Loyal Smith that I make in my island studio. Awesome. And we'll definitely have a link to that in the show notes, so be sure to check that out. Oh, thanks. Are you at John Hadley's studio again this year? Yeah. Oh, this year um, I'll be working uh, alongside Marguerite Goff and John Hadley and David Tabor. Okay. Uh, during the studio tour. Nice. Yeah. That was Very one of my favorite stops. I also love that it's, you know, because the island is so big and there are so many artists on the tour. Is it 24? 
25 or 30 artists? Oh, um, there are 39 wow. CAA artists represented on this tour. There are, I believe, 29 venues? different studio tours, uh, excuse me, two studio venues. Yeah. yeah. Then there are seven, no, excuse me, there are four galleries uh, in which there are seven other or eight other um, mm -hmm. CAA members. Nice. My math does not add up there, <laughs> but there, is a, there are quite a few members uh, on this represent. Thank you. There's a lot of arts going on and on this that, island. And all that to say, if, you, if all you did was pick three or four places to go, you could pick three or four that have three or four, and you could see, you know, 20 artists in, in a day. Yeah. That was my strategy last year. <laughs> See as many as possible. Right. Well, yeah, and there are, I mean, there's, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know, 29 maybe doesn't sound like a lot right off the bat, but when you realize that you're spending a good amount of time in each one of these studios, mm -hmm. um, and of course you're driving around this beautiful island, so you probably, and it's usually nice that weekend, mm -hmm. um, historically, um, and so you get to, you know, if you need a break, you can go to the beach, you can go get food, and then jump back into it, and... Yeah. Um, yeah, just getting to meet all of these uh, amazing artists. And I love one of the things that like <clears throat> is really neat about this is that there's a lot of artists kind of across the board or across the spectrum of like their careers of where they're at as artists because we've got like world famous artists and then we have just budding artists. And so you get to see this whole gambit and they're all there to to show their work and and you know. Yeah. So and it's guess. five days. I mean, there's the, the, the Mother's Day weekend is that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm -hmm. and then the following weekend. So, I mean, 29 in five days? That's totally doable. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you just have to do it every single day and never stop. Yeah. Go. <laughs> exactly. We'll be right back to this episode after a word from our sponsor. Hi there. I'm Marla Hegel, owner and broker of Windermere Real Estate right here on Camino Island in Stanwood. Here at Windermere, we have agents you can trust. We are passionate about our community and helping others navigate the real estate process. What makes us different is our agents live here and know the Camino Island and Stanwood area. They truly understand the intricacies of our local market. Our team offers unparalleled knowledge and expertise from beach rights and road easements to wells and septics. Whether you're buying a home or selling a home, we are ready to walk alongside you. Take a look at our website, windermerestanwoodcamino.com, or stop by one of our two local offices. You can also listen to our podcast, We Are Stanwood Camino. We live here, we work here, and we're all in for you. Awesome. All right. And then, um, so, uh, as... Do, 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 do. I'm just reading part of the questions here, <laughs> so I'm helping. <laughs> um... So, um, this at this point, the the Camino Island and Sandwood area is known as, uh, um, or at least pretty well known as far as like the CAA tour uh, and as an art kind of area. Mm -hmm. um, but what have kind of been the the pieces that helped build that up as as an art community and as a art destination? The Sandwood Camino area has a long history of having artists here. Amy and I were just reading an article. Um, that the um, Historical Society put together about 
back in 1910, I think an artist wow. bought, I know, bought something like 200 acres to do an artist commune. And it, the name of the commune started with a W. I can't think of it. Um, somebody listening, I'm sure is Googling as we speak. Um, but it was, it was the desire of the region just sort of, I think, because of the beauty of the area. And then moving into the more present, the more present present, um, the reason that it's been continuing on for so long, there's, we were talking about the constant drumbeat of the CAA tour, that it just happens year after year after year. Not that it happens without a tremendous amount of work, because <laughs> it is, but it also just keeps it at the forefront. And then the other organizations that we were talking about, the roaming artists, the quilters, the, um, the arts guild, you know, all these organizations really come together and work as hard as they can, and it makes this area vibrant. We have Pilchuck Glass School in Stanwood also. The LaConnor area is really well known for the arts. I think small communities gravitate towards the arts or maybe artists gravitate towards smaller, small communities. I would speak to that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I lived in New Mexico for a while and my experience there and here has been similar in that there isn't, wasn't really where I was living in New Mexico uh, a rat race to run. Okay. So you could really just be yourself. Yeah. And um, so for a lot of people, the artistic process is much easier with less noise. Yeah. Um, and both in yeah. the small and the, yeah. Well, and I was, um, you know, it's interesting because I was just talking to a gal. Um, uh, she's going to be a featured artist of the month in the loft, but um, she grew up in a, in a, on Bainbridge, um, many years ago where like, it was just an artist community. Right. Um, almost everyone she knew growing up were professional artists. Mm. And she was saying like, regardless of what I did in life, I knew that at some point I'd be a professional artist. Um, and like, it's perfectly like, that was just normal right. because it was normalized because everyone she knew was so. Of course you'd be that. Right. And of course you can make money and you can make a living at that. Yeah, and um, I love that you're talking about it that way too. I think that's one of the things that SCAC has been working so hard on is, you know, there's there's the idea of, of retiring and getting to live your passions. There's also the idea that if you don't know from the start that you can do something, it might not occur to you even to do it later in life. So yeah. one of the things that SCAC is working on is, you know, as we talk about integrating art and celebrating <clears throat> art and building community through art, things like that. One of the big things is to get youth involved. Um, we've been an organization for five years, um, and we are working this year with the school district, for example. They have summer school coming up mm -hmm. um, and have asked us to, in to incorporate art into that. Oh, really So cool. part of it is also just making it accessible, bringing it to where people are. Like, it's great to go on a studio tour and go to the artists where they are because they're already there. So yes. how do we also then bring art where the people already are? Um, we are going to do that in a couple different ways. We're building an art center, like I said. We're building a mobile art center, so it's a trailer that will get pulled around. Um, and I know it's under construction as we speak in Everett. <laughs> um, we will be the info booth in Stanwood for the studio tour, so you'll find us um, in the parking lot of that um, the, the former furniture store um, doing that. But just giving people the idea that this is an option for you, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah. I think that we're hoping that with our powers combined kind of attitude, that with all the artists on this island being able to work with the schools, to be able to work with the community centers, to have people come out to do things and just find people where they are, that everyone will understand, like, this is possible for you. Yeah, being able to pursue your livelihood creatively. Yeah. Um, I remember my father rolling his eyes at me when I was in college and said, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. do art. What? <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, actually, we can make a sizable portion of our income working year-round to make this tour go and then giving it our all during the week of the tour. Yeah. Uh, weekends of the tour. Um, and what I like, uh, 
right now about the CAA, we've, oh, excuse me, not like, but we've just taken the lease to a small building called the Camino Gateway. Yeah. And it's right down on Terry's Corner, which is uh, as you enter the island uh, where the highway splits off, um, there's a sizable chunk of land that begins with a corner with a little red building called the Gateway Building. Behind that is the Freedom Park, a great playground to take your kids. Keep going. You're going to find a bus depot. Uh, get yourself down to Stanwood without having to take your car. Yeah. Um, and then go further up to the commons, get a coffee, get some uh, gifts, get a sandwich. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a great community hub. Um, but the, the Gateway Building uh, is going to be something that CAA, after 25 years of never having had a physical space, we're going to have a year-round presence on the island um, and make it into a gallery that CAA members, whether they're on the tour or not, uh, can show their art but also have it for sale and continue this idea that you can make your livelihood creatively. Yeah. Um, so some of our members are, are hobbyists, and there's nothing wrong with that, but, uh, but many of our members really do uh, depend upon um, the sale of their, their artwork. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, for you, Amy, was that – how did you push past that? Because I, I feel like that's really – you know – as much as you know, our parents can be very uh, well-meaning in, in what they're, how they react and how they, what they want for us. Um, but sometimes you have to push past that. How did you kind of mentally and, and end up doing that through your art and jewelry? Well, since the other part of my degree was women's studies, my family really focused on that more to laugh at than the arts <laughs> part. Um, but that's uh, awful. Yeah. yeah. So, that's terrible. Yeah, oh, Win-win there, didn't you? Exactly. Um, <laughs> So uh, really just been uh, a really stubborn person my whole life. And, um, but when you're made to do something, it's really hard to ignore. Yeah. Um, and so I just kept going. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Um, so my next question is, um, I, and <laughs> I want this not to sound like a, uh, it should be obvious, but I, I'm more curious on like the, the broader sp scope of this question. What value do you believe the art community brings to this area? Um, I think it is a destination. You know, I think that you could come to the area just for the arts. I think also for people that live here, it provides an opportunity to, to see and interact with things that are more creative. Um, I think that it can beautify, obviously. We have some sculptures that are, you know, out and about um, and continue to have more. You know, I think that the the gateway building becoming a CAA um, gallery is important. The sculpture garden around it also is full of, of sculptures that you mm -hmm. can see and interact with. Um, you're, I think, on the Freedom Park um, board, so you yeah. know all about um, the Freedom Park area. But it's just also something that's family friendly. You know, if you look at our, both of our towns, you know, we have a bowling alley, we have a movie theater, we have <laughs> restaurants, but we also have sculpture gardens and playgrounds and fun and beautiful things to see mm -hmm. is just as important. I mean, exposing the family, um, specifically kids, to art in public places, just art that's out and about and around is a like global experience, you know, like it helps frame things in a different way. Yeah. Um, and then add that's just the natural beauty of the area. And I think the arts are, are given. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so uh, another question we have, I, I know we've talked a lot about the CAA tour. 
Um, do we have other art, big art events that are coming up here uh, this year? Nope. I'm nope. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. There are tons of arts. Or, um, uh, the other organizations all have um, their own events. So I know that the Guild does um, an Art by the Bay show. I'm not sure when it'll be this year. I don't have the dates on that. I know that the San Juan Camino Arts Festivals also has a couple of, of dates that they do. I know they do a summer solstice um, event. And all of these events, it's sort of why SCAC was created was to coordinate these calendars, and it's something that we try to manage. So I'm just going to plug it, but we have a website, scacwa.org. So it's S-C-A-A-C-W-A.org. I believe Brandon will probably link to it in the yes, show notes. Yes, I will. Um, but it's a great, we try to get as many events on there as we can, just so that people know what's happening. <coughs> DiscoverSamwaCamino.com is also a great resource for that. Um, but if you're looking for um, arts events, it can be a little scattered. Um, so what I do frequently, I have my, um, my CAA tour, um, my studio tour brochure from last year, and I'll go to the individual websites of the artists if I'm curious. Um, we both have newsletters. Um, a lot of the organizations have <coughs> newsletters. Um, we have monthly meetings that are open to the public, so you can come and find out about what's going on there. The CAA meetings usually have a guest speaker, so you can hear from, a, from an artist. Um, the SCAC ones are on Zoom um, every two months, and then we meet quarterly um, in person. So you can really kind of keep track of what's going on just by getting the newsletters. We try to put as many events out there um, as we can. Yeah, very cool. This is a, a little bit of a tangent. Hopefully it, it ties in. Um, but uh, you mentioned Art by the Bay, and uh -huh. I never knew this tied in together. So I grew up on the island. Um, we moved here in 95. And one of the places I loved visiting, me and my friends would ride our bikes down to, was the little store by the bay. Mm -hmm. uh, it was just this little convenience store right off Atsalati. Mm -hmm. And um, so we would ride our bikes there. You could get little candies there and, and stuff like that. So, But the owner, I was just talking with her, and she's like, well, I was part of the founding, uh, starting of Art by the Bay. Is that Mitzi? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And she now has Wine by the Bay in yeah. Stanwood. Um, but... I never knew that. And then it made sense, the art by the bay and little store by the bay. Like, the by the bay was the part that tied it together. I was like, yeah. whoa, I never knew that <laughs> Mind one together. Blown. Yeah, so Mind um, it was, that was really great. And, and now that she has wine by the bay, I just love that she's kind of kept that by the bay piece mm -hmm. as she's transitioned to different um, businesses and ventures and stuff like that. She's kind of kept that. Um, but I never knew art by the bay started there. I always... Um, the first time I heard about Art by the Bay, I think it was either at Elger or it was at, maybe not Elger, uh, Atsalati. And I knew it was like on the island at mm -hmm. first. Um, so I was like, well, that must be why it was by the Bay, but it wasn't really by by the Bay. Sure, sure. So, um, yeah, anyways. And I, think, I think it just goes to show, I mean, the, the history of this area is very art centric. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, this little grocery store you're talking about getting popsicles at, there were other people that had a frame of reference for that as an art destination. You know, yeah. this is where you go to see the art. And then you mentioned three other places, locations that it's been, and it was at the Camano Center this past fall. Um, and it's just, art things happen here, like on purpose, but also sometimes unintentionally, and things just keep going, and people love them, and they just keep happening. And yeah. backing up a little bit, my understanding is the Chamber of Commerce was started by local artists. Okay. And the gateway building itself and the park was built by Camino Arts Association artists. Yes. Um, and uh, there's when you see that building for the first time, the first thing you're going to notice is a giant, beautiful stained glass wall Yeah. Uh, built by Jack Archibald, who was on the first tour along with mm -hmm. uh, Jack Gunter and John Ebner and Jim Shipley and 
um, many others I'm, I'm forgetting. Yeah, no, uh, for sure. But it's coming back around again. The building was built as a Chamber of Commerce visitor center. Yeah. Um, and now we get to occupy it as artists. Yeah. No, it's really cool. And, and that is another piece that eventually I know on the, uh, the Freedom Park side they want to eventually be able to do is put the um, better descriptive placards at each of the, the art sculptures that are there because yeah, be um, many of them have different stories. And, and one of them, like, it's a viewpoint when you look through it. And, like, uh, Mike Nestor, who's just a – he's lived on Kameno um, since the founding of Kameno, it feels like. Yes. Um, <laughs> and just knows – he'll randomly be like, oh, did you know this about this art piece? And we're like, no. No, no we should have a plaque. He's like, well, I don't know. He's going to so. need to download his brain into somebody else. I know, yeah. So that we can all know all the things Mike Nestor knows. Yes. <laughs> we hope he's eternal and he just kind of keeps oh, going. Oh, yeah, he's going to be. That's, that's our plan. Of so. course. Awesome. Um, so uh, you guys are – there's so many art things and stuff going on. Um how do people get involved with the arts associations or art groups in this area? Uh, well, we um, something that I've been learning is that oftentimes people think that they can't join the CAA unless they're at some level of accomplishment with their own artwork, mm -hmm. which is absolutely not true. We have um, beginning, emerging, and advanced uh, in their career artists. And also we have members who aren't artists, who are simply arts advocates, um, which we need. Yeah. Um, which is actually one of the primary purposes of the studio tour is developing arts advocacy through those who come to visit it. Um, anyway, and also as an all-volunteer organization, um, we would love uh, people to become members who have skill sets that they can share with our group, like grant writers. Yeah. Anybody out there? Always. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, every, every member is going to bring something to this volunteer uh, community um, and you can find out information about becoming a member on our website uh, which is KaminoArts.org um, and it's actually there's a brand new one under construction nice so, um, yeah. Ooh, very cool yeah because I wrote a grant <laughs> and I got some money. So it sounds like you do have a grant writer though already. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's and back to that story about how I became president. All I ever wanted to do was write grants. Okay. Yeah. So wait a minute. That's going to discourage you from signing up to be a member. <laughs> no, I think they want to anyway. And I think that's one of the things too. I, Brandon and I have had a conversation about it before. But I'm not an artist. I wouldn't be. If I had to be an artist to be involved, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. And my skill set is in different things that are also helpful to the organization. And I wish somebody had told me 20 years ago or, you know, before I had kids at least, like, you have free time. Like, if you have a little bit of time to give, even if it's an hour a month and, you know, you want to dedicate it to something that needs your help that could really value it. I mean, these organizations are super easy to be involved with. Ever since I became... First of all, you know, executive director of this organization, but even just involved in the town by owning a business. I know people at the grocery store. I know people at the post office. It's a really low-key, easy way to just meet people and meet people that have a similar interest as you. And if you've ever done a spreadsheet before, if you've ever written a grant before, if you've ever, you know, been to a gallery or know how to take name tags and pin them on people, I mean, really anything, our organizations are... I'm the only, you know, employee. Everybody else is volunteers. It's really helpful to have people involved that um, have different skill sets and, more importantly, like the time and energy to be involved. Yeah. Well, and, and something you touched on there is the that that piece of getting to know the community. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of people that move here, uh, move here from the city, move here from a, another state, 
And they land here on Camino or Stanwood, and they're like, if they don't have kids, so they're not going to the schools and mm-hmm. those things, um, or if they're not involved in a church, sometimes they're like, well, you don't just oh, go do do? to a shopping center. Or like sure. the, where, <laughs> Stand like outside the grocery store. Right. <laughs> Hi, will you be my friend? Hi, any friends. Um, but yeah, it's a yeah. great way to get to know people, of just getting involved and, and getting to know people. And um, yeah. Yeah, and I feel fun. like the art community specifically, like, you know, we, we're all just forging our own path and all doing our own thing. And the art community is really welcoming in that way. Like if you just show up and say, hi, you know, I'm so-and-so. I've been connected to so many people because they met someone who has a sister who, you know, is visiting or something like that. Like it's just random, random people that you meet and then they kind of join the circle of, of, of people and it just gets bigger and bigger. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so if, uh, we're, we're getting near the end here. Um, but if someone is looking for uh, like an art class or would like to s- start being like seeing what it's like to be an artist, things like that, um, what suggestions would you have for them? Um, I would start with the newsletters. I think that's a really low barrier way to just find out what's going on, see if something might interest you. Um, our website specifically has some calls for art. We have a, a March Madness um, coloring contest going on right now. Um, we're involved with the um, Arrowhead Ranch does a um, Soapbox Derby with Windermere, sorry, Windermere Soapbox Derby um, at their ranch. And so we're doing a poster design contest with them. So it's just opportunities to sort of do things. So I would mm-hmm. say check out the websites and the newsletters. Yeah, CAA itself does not offer classes, but if you uh, sign up for our newsletter that's just once a month um, and follow along with what many of our artist members are doing, many of them. Uh, do do in arts instruction yeah in private classes yeah that's awesome very cool all right and lastly are there any guests that you guys would suggest for the welcome to Camino Island podcast this is the only question we prepared oh okay <laughs> this one we talked about ahead of time so that we would both name the same person uh well my son is a big fan of Camo Beach yeah and anybody who moves here is a fan of Camo Beach um <laughs> and one of my favorite storytellers is the um, park ranger Jeff. I can't think of his last name. Yes. Do you know it? Uh, I've been, I do know it, and he was involved with Cama Beach, and he's also done a lot of work at the other state at park. Little he's, Point. He's done a lot of things in this area. Yeah. 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 He's got a lot of history here, tells great stories, and will keep you engaged down at the beach. Yeah. Awesome. No, I'd love to hear more about Jeff. <laughs> That's our guy. Awesome. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me on the Welcome to Command Island podcast today. Thanks for having us, Brandon. Thank you, Brandon. Yeah. Thanks, Kat. Thank you, Amy. All right. <laughs> and Islanders, we'll talk to you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Welcome to Kamano Island podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks again to Windermere, Stanwin, and Kamano Island for sponsoring today's episode. If you have any questions about today's topics or have future topic suggestions for us, please email us at chamber at kamenoisland.org. And I did also want to mention that this is going to be our final episode for this series uh, for the Welcome to Kamano Island podcast. It may be coming back in the future. We don't know yet. Um, but stay tuned. Stay, uh, stay on our newsletter for the Chamber. And, uh, yeah, we'll keep you posted on that. So... Thank you guys for listening to all these episodes so far. Be sure to listen to any of the ones that you missed in the past, and we'll keep you posted, and we will see you in the future.